This is GamerCast episode 377. So long, GameSpy. This is a show recorded on the 7th of April, 2014. Yeah, I'm your host, my name's Paul, and joining me this week as always is Catherine. Hello. And she's going to be chit-chatting about the gaming news while I play this week's game, which is Space Engineers, which is now featured three times. I was going to say, wasn't it last week's game? No, last week we did Elder Scrolls. Oh yeah, you did for a bit, you were just running about, weren't you? Oh yeah, you were riding a horse and you kept taking away my attention. And then you'd have a go at me because I stopped talking. Yeah, so this is some of my crazy... This isn't my, like, proper game. My proper game is actually a survival game. Uh, but this is where I work on my experimental designs for things. I saw you post something earlier about... Yeah, that was this this thing here. Something went wrong back to the drawing board. Yeah, shall I actually just briefly, quickly show everyone what happens with this ship? Uh, small reactor. Well, this is only, like, a... This is an idea for a... Uh, is that the right floor? No, that's the floor. Okay. So this is like I've in in the proper survival game I've been playing with a few people. Uh, we're building this humongo ship, and the other day they said, "Isn't it lame how it doesn't have a rear like door? It's just open." And I was like, "What's well, a hangar bay? It doesn't need the door, does it?" So I've been working on door designs and how to accomplish that. So here we have we have a funky door. Oh. But it, yeah, it's a bit got a bit smashed up. It was my first design of using a piston. So it's actually this motor here drives it and moves it up and down. Um, so it was, I try to make it cool. relatively compact in that like normally when you've got a piston it's much like taller. But yeah, it doesn't work too well because it doesn't have enough sort of guide rails to uh, keep it in place. And yeah, earlier on in my testing it literally broke itself apart. <laughs> so so actually it was a bit better this time then when you just closed it? So let's change that, shall we? More like that. <laughs> wow. Bye, door. <laughs> oh, I was just floating off. Did it just break your piston? Yes. No, it's still oh, no, it's still attached. But then, like, like this, just, crazy this just proceeded to smash the rest of this all in. So that was my sort of failed experiment. <laughs> So then I built a smaller scale model, which is this here, which doesn't have a door, it's just a, the actual piston, but it seems to work relatively well. I tried gyroscopes on it to see if it made it more stable, but yeah, that's just, this one can actually go quite fast before it breaks apart. But then this is more my latter full design of a double opening door. Shall I get on with the news? Yeah, thing? you do the news. I'll just play this. Okay. Uh, so starting off, um, Hyperdimension Neptunia, for anyone who knows of the series which have been released on PlayStation 3, um, they're broadening out from the kind of RPG style of stuff that they've done in the past. Um, so their NIS America have announced they're doing Hyperdimension Neptunia Producing Perfection. And what it is, it's an idle 
simulator. So there's a lot of uh, idol games that get released in Japan where there's girls singing, dancing. Of course, uh, Hatsune Miku is a good example of that, which is quite popular. And now uh, Idea Factory, Compile Heart, and Tamsoft are developing this where you get to play as the CPU idols from the Neptunia games um, and do singing and dancing. So very Japanese-y. Um, but still fairly popular over here. Um, it's coming out in North America on June 3rd on the PlayStation Vita and coming out on June 6th in Europe um, as being available uh, in retail and via PSN which is quite cool. Uh, so it's nice that there's going to be a box product coming out as well. Um, so yeah, there's another Vita game coming out for people. Um, so that's cool. Um, game have... Ooh, the door's gone back so inside. So we mentioned game last week, I think, because they were doing Pokemon stuff that you can get for free, like Pokemon cards. I popped in by a local game the other day, and they were like, hey, would you like a free bag of Pokemon cards? I was like, hell yeah. No, go away. No, I was like, yes, please. Especially because they're free. Um, so yeah, they're now doing, because it's half term, I think, uh, for kids, for, for most kids, uh, they're doing Skylanders Swap Force Club. Um, so in your local game stores, they'll be doing little clubs where they try and get people to, well, I suppose they try and get people to meet up. I don't know if they actually schedule anything, but generally otherwise it means that there's uh, the new Swap Force characters available, which are only available at the ga- game, which are Frino, Jetvac, Hot Dog, Hot Dog, I know Hot Dog, and Scratch. Um, as well as that, they're also doing something similar to what they did last year, which is uh, like a little colouring competitions and stuff like that, where there's just little Skylanders dudes that you can get your kids to colour in and potentially ah. enter for prizes if they're doing that in your local store. Um, you can check out the game website to find out more about it, so game.co.uk slash Skylanders Club on how to become out a new become a new member. So um, yeah, the uh, Twitch stream is messing up. Is it? Um, yeah, so it's Twitch. It's not like it's a ballot issue on my end because we had all our dodgy torrents uploading at full whack at like 20 megabytes per second earlier. Um, by dodgy torrents, I mean legitimate patches we're sharing for various games and other things. Uh, next up, Lifeless Planet, a game that I mentioned a while back. Uh, I say a while back, it was probably sometime last year. Um, so this is a, I suppose, indie PC game that's been in development for a little while. Um, it started through a Kickstarter, which I believe was last year or the year before. Um, and what it is is a third-person action-adventure game where you're a guy in a, like a spacesuit, and you found yourself on a, a planet, and you're unaware of where you are, and if there's anyone else about, hence the name Lifeless Planet. Um, and it has now officially gone into beta Uh, because of that it's also on Steam Early Access so I believe if you go for Early Access you should be able to have a look at it Um, there's videos as well at the moment highlighting some of the the feedback that's been received from fans and other people and taken into the game uh, as kind of iterative work um, but yes, I think that's quite cool because I, I was quite interested with it in it when they first announced it, or when they when Lace Mamba first announced they were publishing it. Um, it's now being published by Lace Games, who I imagine, of course, are related to Lace Mamba, but they changed their name to Lace Games instead. 
Um, so that's going cool, and that's on Steam Early Access, so you should be able to search for Lifeless Planet on Steam and have a look on that, because uh, games where isolation's involved can be quite cool. Um, Nintendo Direct news. So Nintendo are doing a direct presentation tomorrow um, on the 8th of April, uh, so on Tuesday. Um, it's quite odd with their timing on it, because usually they do it about 3, 4 p.m., maybe sometimes 5 or 6 if it's quite a late stream. Um, however, this one's at 11 p.m., which is quite late, um, and it is a Super Smash Bros. Direct. So it's going to be Super Smash Bros. Um, focused. Uh, they may of course announce other things but I presume they're just going for that at the moment um, and talking about its release on the Wii U and the 3DS so that's cool nice for Nintendo to pop up every now and again uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor has been given a release date uh, which is October the 7th um, you can check out a game trailer um, where you can check out, well you kind of see the character, some of the characters in it uh, what was it you said about it when you watched it? What game? Shadow of Mordor. I said it looked like a bad Assassin's Creed game that was really lame. Okay. Um, I found it quite weird as well. Like I, I watched the trailer and looked at a few of the comments and everyone was saying the guy's face looks like a potato or something like that. Yeah, the potato man. Um, like The characterization in the face wasn't amazing. But, I mean, who knows what else their game's going to come out with. That was just a, a kind of, I think, a story trailer, they called it. Um, whereas there's loads of people looking forward to this game. Um... So it'll be interesting to see what happens to it. Of course, it's always great when a familiar IP has a game which is not tied to a film. Uh, so people always jump at that and think it's really, really cool. So you never know. They might come out with something really quite good. Um, as well as that, they announced uh, some pre-order bonuses. Uh, so if you pre-order at our participating retailers, you'll get the Dark Ranger exclusive bonus pack, uh, which includes the Dark Ranger character skin, test of power challenge mode, um, where you face Sauron's captains and defeat them to earn powerful runes and gain a head start in the game. Uh, talking about leaderboards. Exclusive leaderboards for the test of power challenge mode. Um, and that's it so far. But yes, that's coming out October 7th. Um, so that's cool. Uh, Nintendo news. Nintendo are releasing... We actually saw an advert for it on TV the other day. Uh, two new colours of... Oh no, wait. One new colour. Yeah, one new colour. I thought that was two separate, but it's one. Uh, a new colour of 2DS um, on the 16th of May, which is a pink and white version. This is also launching on the same day as Kirby Triple Deluxe. Um, so you could kind of say the pink and white is kind of Kirby-influenced, except there's no Kirby on the actual console. Um, so that's cool. So that's May 16th for anyone interested in 2DS. Um, EGX London tickets are now available for the Eurogamer, well, what used to be called Eurogamer Expo uh, and has now been renamed to EGX London. Um, is happening the 25th to the 28th of September, which is a Thursday to the sa Sunday, uh, as they usually do, because they usually do the Thursday as well as the Friday, unlike EGX Res the other day, which was only on the Friday. Um, it is once again happening at Earl's Court, so they're not closing down Earl's Court because previously it was the Earl's Court was being demolished or something like that. Um, however, it would appear it's not being demolished yet. So they're still doing EGX London at Earl's Court, which is cool. Um, they've revealed that Sony, Microsoft, 2K, Activision, Bandai, Namco, I'd call it Namco Bandai, uh, Bethesda Softworks, Deep Silver, EA, ESL, 
uh, Game, Konami, Razer, Riot Games, Scan, uh, Sega, Twitch, Ubisoft and Warner Brothers will all be present at the show. Uh, they've also said how they're still doing things like indie games there, cosplay competitions, dev sessions, back to career sessions, uh, game industry fair as well. Um, tickets went on sale. When was it? Thursday? Wednesday? Tuesday? I don't know. It was last week, um, which included early tickets, uh, standard day tickets, afternoon tickets, and full weekend passes. Um, Saturday's early access tickets sold out within, I don't know, maybe six hours, if that. Uh, Sunday's early tickets have also sold out, and Thursday and Friday were running out. Um, you can, of course, get day tickets, which is just an hour less entry, and it's £2.50 cheaper than a £20 um, early access ticket. Um, so, yeah, if you want to head out to the event, um, it's probably better to buy your your tickets sooner rather than later, um, especially because they do sell out. Like, people were surprised when I told them that uh, EGX Rezzed, uh had sold out on the Saturday. But it's like, well, we don't get many game events in the UK. And at least, you know, they do actually minimise the amount of tickets. Um, unlike MCM Expo, which I don't believe they ever sell out, I don't believe, because they just allow tons more people to to enter. Um, oh, I didn't realise that as well. It's also hosting the premiere, or the world premiere, of From Bedrooms to Billions. Alright. Which I backed. Nice of them to send their backers an email that they're doing that. Um, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, and once again, Virgin are a, uh, a one of their partners for promoting. So they did actually do discounted tickets for Virgin customers. However, the discounted tickets were only the early access ones, so they're pretty much sold out. Uh, Dragon Guard Three news: Square Enix have announced they're releasing a um, special edition. What are they called? It? It's just a collector's edition, which is exclusive to the Square Enix store. Um, is only having 2,000 units produced, however it does not come with a copy of the game. Um, you can pre-order it off the Square Enix Europe store and it's $69.99. Um, it looks really nice, but it doesn't have a huge amount that comes with it. Uh, it has a digital PSN code of the game. So, oh, sorry, when I said it doesn't come, it doesn't come with a physical disc. So you'll get a little code on a piece of paper, uh, but no actual disc to put in your console. Um, you also get a hardback novel, uh, or a novella, as they, they say, uh, which is a prequel to the game and is available in English only. Uh, you get a CD soundtrack selection, so selected amount of the tracks from the game. Um, a double-sided poster and four DLC items, which include uh, the game costume, prequel stage, giant baby hat, and Japanese voiceovers. Um, as well as that, it comes in a really nice uh, clamshell packaging, which has a picture of what looks like a lily on it. And it's quite nice. Uh, but yeah, so that's limited to 2,000 copies, if you would like a copy of that. 2,000 is not a huge amount. Um, it's more than the the game that Ghostlight did, which had 300 copies. But 2,000 copies is quite a small amount for a Square Enix game. Um, so yeah, check out, uh, like, I don't know, just type in Square Enix Europe Store for more details. Uh, the Incredible Adventures of Van Helsing has been delayed a little bit. 
Um, so it's now coming out on May 22nd. Um, they've just said they needed a little bit of time uh, to make sure the sequel to the original Van Helsing uh, is a bit more polished and uh, more of what the fans want. Um, so that's having a delay. I don't think it's a huge amount of a delay that they've gotten. I think it was supposed to be coming out a month or two earlier. Um, so that's coming out for PC. Kind of hack and slashy, Diablo style, you could say. Uh, but Van Helsing characters instead. Well, Van Helsing with monsters. Uh, Tropico 5 has been given a release date, uh, which is May 23rd on Windows and... Macintosh and Linux as well um, and it's going to have a release in the autumn on the 360 and PlayStation 4 um, the name of our show is related to GameSpy GameSpy remember GameSpy GameSpy is officially shutting down um, from the 31st of May of course IGN bought GameSpy mm. they bought it a while ago didn't they yeah like yonks ago yeah um, so, effective from January 1st last year, GameSpy stopped making its software available for licensing. And then May 31st this year, they're ceasing to provide any hosted services for all the games that still use GameSpy for their server stuff. Um, so, this is actually one of the reasons why Nintendo announced fairly recently that they were shutting down some of their online services. Um, this is because things like Mario Kart Wii, so the Mario Kart game on the Wii, um, where else did I say earlier? Uh, Animal Crossing, City Folk, Pokemon Diamond, Pokemon Pearl, they always u- all use GameSpy for their servers. Um, so unfortunately now they will be closed down, as Nintendo said, on the 20th of May, so that's about was it, 11 days before everything else gets shut down. Uh, Bohemia Interactive have warned its fans that the armor series will also be affected because uh, GameSpy was used for matchmaking, CD key authentication and NAT traversal uh, which will now be patched into Armor 3 and Armor 2 Operation Arrowhead via Steam. Older games will not be patched however so you won't be able to play them online anymore. Um, Street Fighter 3 Third Strike Online Edition uh, was previously using GameSpy however is no longer using GameSpy so they've fixed that all up. Um, and a few things that I didn't realise so uh, there's a few indie titles that have been using GameSpy still uh, like As Yet It Moves which is a little game on Steam uh, but it's apparently also on I oh, know I think it's just on Steam Uh-oh. I think it got released on the the Wii as well though uh, but I don't know if that had any online and then as well as that uh, Red Dead Redemption used GameSpy um, I haven't seen any kind of mention of what Rockstar are doing with that or if they even care too much about the servers. I know people who still play it online. Um, so that, that, I mean, I think that was kind of the biggest surprise for me that Red Dead Redemption used it. Yeah, well, it's uh, Rockstar for you, isn't it? Um, but as well as that, it affects uh, Stronghold 2 and Stronghold Legends. Oh no, multiple gravity fields. And Firefly, the company who made them, are currently looking to an, uh, well, the feasibility of implementing an alternate multiplayer solution. Of course, it's quite hard to have released a game, you know, it could be like a year or two years ago, and then all of a sudden find out, oh, we need to go back on it and create a, a new kind of way to integrate multiplayer into the game, or use different servers and whatnot. 
however, Stronghold HD and Stronghold Crusader HD are unaffected by that. Uh, obviously, because they probably knew about GameSpy shutting down beforehand. Uh, Persona 4 is coming to the PlayStation 3 in North America, not in Europe, uh, which is quite a shame. Um, although, of course, if you had a PS2 version anyway, you could play it on the PS2. Uh, at least that's what I can do with my PS2 version. Um, or you can always pick it up, well, the Golden on uh, PlayStation Vita anyway. Um, Atlas have told a few, well, a few places asked whether Persona 4 was coming out in Europe on PSN. However, Atlas uh, confirmed it won't be. Uh, but it's coming out on the 9th of April, so in a couple of days' time in North America, and is going to be $10. Um, I mean, of course, they're not scheduling for Europe right now, but maybe they'll change their minds down the line if they can get a publisher to release it over in Europe. Um, so that's cool. It's just a shame Atlas don't really have a European counterpart over here. Or, like, Atlas Europe. But then, of course, Atlas got dissolved, didn't they? But no, I think they got brought back up again, didn't they? Um, so yeah, that's cool. Uh, Bethesda have confirmed that the Doom Beta, which is coming with copies of uh, Wolfenstein The New Order, um, is only on PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Um, so even though, so if you pre-order Wolfenstein on PS3, you'll get access to the PS4 version, 360, Xbox One version. Um, and of course PC version is the same. Um, so apparently copies of Wolfenstein will have a code on a piece of well, insert uh, within the box copy of Wolfenstein that you'll get on 20th of May and then when you redeem it you'll be instantly registered for the beta. Um, timing and availability of an open beta uh, is currently in their minds but they're not 100% sure on what they're going to do on it uh, because of course it's you know if people think there's only going to be a closed beta through purchasing Wolfenstein, people will purchase Wolfenstein so they can play it. Um, so, you know, they don't want to say straight away, yeah, we'll do an open one, because, you know, that'll stop them from selling. Atlas aren't dissolved, they are part of Sega now. Okay, there you go. Atlas are part of Sega. According to the chat room. The chat the room. Definitive source on news. Well, who obviously likes Persona. Oh, this is Space Engineers Day, and we've got it set on Armageddon mode. Uh, but Alice, Alice did have some problems. Was it around Christmas time, or close to Christmas last year? I think it was. Um, but of course, with them making things like Persona Five and stuff like that, uh, they of course obviously got sorted out. Uh oh. Um, cool, so that's that. Um, Age of Mythology. Did you know they're making a... Steam version, yeah. yes. Okay. I didn't know this until I read it yesterday. Well, that's why I'm captain of the GamerCast land, even now I'm messing about. Yeah. So there's some dude called Morpheus, I think, in here. Don't shoot me straight away. Morpheus? Yeah, so this is a cool Armageddon mode. Is this the, like... Yeah, this is like super over the top. You would never normally have this on in a game. <laughs> just, I don't really care. Um, so, Age of Mythology is being re-released in an official extended edition. The extended edition is coming out on May 8th and includes... Ah, where's my thing gone? 
uh, includes the original game as well as the Titans expansion uh, being integrated with Steamworks, Twitch support, an enhanced observer mode, and native HD widescreen and improved water and lighting. Um, this, of course, follows on from the re-release of Age of Empires 2 HD last year, um, and it will cost $22.99. Steep. Mm. Um, although, if you pre-order it, you do get a 20% discount uh, through Steam. So, yeah. If you never played Age of Mythology, you could potentially pick it up if you wish. Um, Daylight, for anyone who doesn't know what it is, it's uh, a game coming out from Zombie Studios, which is kind of, I suppose, a horror game, uh, where you're a lady who only has a phone. Uh, so the phone is her source of light, but it also has to do with other things in the game. Um, I mean, they're calling it a procedurally generated first-person scare fest? No, that was that actually from the thing? No, that can't have been. Um, but we played it E3 last year, and it, it was pretty cool from what they've done with it. Um, it uses Unreal 4, and they're using utilising Unreal 4 to procedurally generate every room that you go through. So there's lots of doors in the game, but every time you open a door, it should be different to the previous door and the previous time you played it. Um, so, yeah, it was originally coming out this week. However, it's been put back till the 29th of April. Um, they just wanted to delay it a few weeks uh, to just, you know, fix a few little bugs here and there and uh, fine-tuning it to make it scarier, as they say. Um, but it will be discounted for PlayStation Plus subscribers when it goes on sale and its normal price is eleven ninety nine. Uh, it's coming out on PC and PlayStation 4, by the way. Uh, PlayStation Vita Pet is launching in Great. a few months. Um, this is, of course... Uh, Sony's Nintendo-style game for PlayStation Vita. Uh, it's coming out on the 4th of June and has been made by their Liverpool studio uh, called Spiral House. Um, it's apparently been a very challenging project for them to make and it includes 10,000 lines of spoken dialogue with scripts written for each of the dogs. Now, was this the thing ages ago that we were like, oh, wow, the dogs talk? Don't know. I think that's what I remember. All I know is there's some dude in my game. It makes me nervous. Yeah, What's he this. planning to do? Is he building a multi-billion set of rocket launchers that are going to suddenly fire at me from any point in space and all time? Duh. Um, Xbox One news. So there's an update coming tomorrow, is it? I don't know, is there? For the, X the YouTube app. Oh, YouTube, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, where you'll be uh, able to upload videos directly to YouTube. Um, so that can be DVR stuff, yeah? Yeah, like at the moment you've got the upload to SkyDrive, uh, OneDrive option, but this will just add a YouTube option as well. Mm. Uh, it also adds the ability to watch videos in snap mode via YouTube, add individual videos to your pins, earn media achievements, and add your favourite YouTube channels to the one guide so the updates will appear alongside your TV listings of course once if your country has the one guide unlike over here where we don't um, people have it in beta here okay oh yeah that's true um, and it works really well that's apparently. cool hopefully they'll fix some of the bugs with the YouTube app um, like the horribleness of walking in and it yeah so when, stuff it, if you're not when a new user signs in the app just restarts yeah. it's like uh, just because a new user signed in that means different users using it yeah um, as well as that, there's an update on Xbox 360 where their GoPro app is launching. I still find that really strange. 
um, if the GoPro apps come into Xbox One in the summer and as well as that Microsoft have announced they're partnering with Channel 4 to release a TV show called Humans uh, which is a new sci-fi TV show I'm sure that would be fantastic Um, 8 hour long episodes so 8 individual hour long episodes uh, will have a premiere window in 2015 on Channel 4 in the UK and on Xbox One in North America or is it just Xbox and 360 Um, so they haven't detailed whether like Xbox users will be getting it you know before Channel 4 people um, but I think it's mainly just to maybe make them feel like they get access to things only UK people get access to, at least in terms of um, North American owners of the 360 and Xbox One. Um, humans are set in an alternate present day where people share their homes with robotic servants named synths. Show will follow an overworked father who buys a refurbished second-hand synth that houses a secret. You don't buy a second-hand robot. You're just asking for trouble. I guess Star Wars. They were second hand. These people are making me nervous. Yeah, those Star Wars robots. <laughs> I was waiting for you to comment on what I was saying. I'm worried about what these people are going to okay. do. I don't like it when people are called ha ha and they join the game. It makes me nervous. Um, but yeah, so that's cool. Um, I'm I'm always up for new sci-fi shows. Uh, whether we get it on the Xbox or just watching it through Channel 4. So that's cool. Um, and that's it from the news this week. I suppose that went on a fair bit. Aye. But there ended up actually being a bit more news than there originally was anyway. Hey, we didn't talk about the new animations that Blizzard showed off or uh, uh, whatever their expansion pack's called. Hmm? Oh, they just showed off some of the new character animations and models again. Oh, did they? Yeah. releases this week so this week we've got a few games coming out one game that's coming out on practically everything and then a few that are console specific um, so you may have seen adverts for it on the TV we saw an advert for it on the TV while we had the Simpsons on uh, just before the show and that's Lego The Hobbit is coming out so this is of course the new style of Lego games where they have voices whereas Back when I used to play Lego games, they had no voices. Obviously because the voice actors for the Star Wars games were quite expensive. Well, for the Star Wars films. Um, but they seem to have voices for the Lego The Hobbit, whether they're people from the actual cast or sound alike, I'm not sure. Um, but that's coming out on Xbox 360, Xbox One, PlayStation 3, PlayStation 4, PlayStation Vita, Wii U, 3DS and PC. And as far as I'm aware, this is just focusing on the first two films. Yeah, but they're going to have DLC for the third film, I do believe. Okay, so they're not actually going to release a, a separate game. Then. Well, like, let's, let's not get crazy. I'm sure they'll release a second game shortly. Um, so yeah, anyone who enjoyed... Oh, no. Abandoned ship. Anyone who enjoyed the first two Hobbit films, or like The Hobbit, or the Lord of the Rings kind of... Uh, fantasy style setting uh, you can pick up Lego the Hobbit um, heck I mean there's tons of little pieces of Lego that you can get which are Hobbit ones it's crazy uh, everything's about licensed stuff these days like you look in a toy shop and it's well I suppose they do Turtles Lego which I think is amazingly cool because we didn't have Turtles Lego growing up um, get loads of Marvel superheroes Lego Hobbit Lego Star Wars Lego it's crazy there's tons of it I remember just 
Lego pieces. Different Lego men and finding different faces and being like, oh my god, this is so cool. At least that's how I was when I was growing up with Lego. Yes. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> too busy. Uh, hey, building. you do the talking, I do uh, the building. Okay. So apparently, according to someone in the chat room, they reckon that they just using the audio from the films in the game. Uh, yeah, that's, that's what it that's is. That's what they did for Lord of the Rings. I suppose that's cheaper, isn't it? And I guess they're following the films, so they don't have to add extra stuff. Of course, there will be extra stuff because you can't make a game just solely off of the entirety of a film. But yeah, I mean, I suppose though. However, the the Hobbit films are quite long, just like all the Lord of the Rings films. So at least you're not kind of uh, needing content. Uh, Connect Sports Rivals is coming out on Xbox One. This was originally due for release last year, I think, if I remember right. Um, and it has been played at various shows. Um, I'm not 100% sure on everything that's in it. I know there's... <coughs> um, we got... What was it? Jet skiing? Climbing? Does it tell me somewhere at the list? Um, screenshots sports including rock climbing jet ski racing target shooting and more accompanied by a voiceover from David Tennant is that really needed um, it's got tennis what looks like some form of football um, it looks like it wants to be the Olympic Games really and is that bowling if it doesn't have bowling what's the point yeah it's got bowling see there's bowling Futuristic bowling. Only because of the flashy lights. And oh, okay. Flashy lights. Okay. I flashy lights. Uh, so, yeah, it's got bowling. So, if you want a new bowling game, um, well, I'm just saying that as in because, you know, people enjoyed the bowling ah, in Wii Sports, didn't they? The ship of power. Um, then we've got Titanfall coming out on Xbox 360. So, this is the game that came out on Xbox One couple of weeks back and it's now on Xbox 360 like they promised um, it's a first person shooter with titans which are giant mechs and you call for them and they fall and then you can kill people well inside them uh, it's quite popular I would say don't know if it sold many Xbox Ones uh, it may have done it's better sold a couple um, Football Manager Classic 14 is coming out this is coming out on the PlayStation Vita. So the PlayStation Vita's got a new game this week. However, it is a football game uh, where you manage football. Uh, for anyone who who enjoys that. Um, of course, it's a massive franchise. And weirdly, I've, I've always found it a bit weird that Football Manager always came out on like the PSP. But I always remember it selling really well as well. Um, it doesn't sell. With, with PSPs, it sold. If someone was buying PSP, they get Football Manager. Least in, ship is at least they used to, um, but I can imagine like why people would enjoy doing it as well because you know I, I know loads of people that are addicted to Football Manager um, and just go on it for a little bit, and of course that would work pretty well on the Vita because you can just pick it up and play it. Um, that and it allows cross-platform compatibility, um, so you could play it on PC be playing it or you've got to go out and just play it on the beta uh, so it does cross saving between all of them um, so I think that's quite nice um, it also is 
the first ever handheld game to feature their 3D match engine. Um, but yeah, I know a few people that would actually probably want to buy that so they can just play Football Manager on the go. They sell it a lot on... Okay, apparently they also sell a lot of Football Manager on iPhones and iTabs. <laughs> <laughs> That's some more helpful advice from the chat room. Um, yeah, because I can imagine it is something that you can you just want to pick up. Like, I know people as well... <laughs> I keep saying I know people uh, that will put on FIFA but may need to go on the whole Ultimate Team stuff and, you know, sell their players and whatnot. And, yeah, I, I think the whole kind of football manager game can work really well on a, a small device because you don't need to sit at a PC to play something like that. You can enjoy it on the go. Um, so, yeah, that's coming out on PlayStation Vita. Then we've got Don Bradman Cricket 14. Great, this is what I've been waiting for. Yeah, Don Bradman. I don't even know who Don Bradman is. But he is a cricket man. Um, and I suppose you need to like cricket to know who Don Bradman is. Uh, the, the the box art's a little bit iffy. Um, but yeah, you play through career mode as an upcoming cricket star. You go through cricket academy, dynamic weather. It's a cricket game. I suppose we don't get many cricket games these days. Um, so it's a nice thing for those who enjoy the sport. Um, Have we all forgotten the cricket game that came out not long ago on Steam and it was so bad they had to pull it? I do remember being told about that, yeah, that they had to pull it down. Um, apparently, Don Bradman is the best batsman ever and averaged nearly 100 in a test in test match cricket. Cricket. I used to play cricket. I weren't very good. I preferred rounders. Um, so Don Bradman Cricket's coming out on 360 and PlayStation 3. Um, that's not coming out. Uh, then we've got Lego Friends DS, um, which is... Uh, so Lego Friends, for anyone who doesn't know, is uh, Lego's attempt to try and get girls into Lego um, by having, I suppose you could say, kind of, well, horses and pets and teenage girls I don't know why you know girls can't just enjoy Lego without it but I suppose if it gets girls into Lego it's fine um, so Lego Friends uh, allows you to drive around in a car pick out your clothing hairstyle and accessories join friends look after a pet use the in-game ca- use the camera for photo ops and take oh, pictures no. of stuff stupid meter crashed into my Oh, it's upside got a hole down in it. bathtub. Like generally, if I'm I know, honest, there's more coming. That sounds quite cute for a game. No. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, like uh, one of my nieces got into Lego by being given some Lego friend stuff. At first, she said, "Nah, she didn't want it." Yeah, well, it's Lego. It's a boy thing, and then they realise, "Oh, this is actually right." It's because Lego's cool. Yeah, like space engineers. You need to grow up. People need to grow up with Lego because then you're building stuff. I mean, of course, a lot of kids are just into things like Minecraft where you're building stuff. But that's Minecraft. okay still. because they're, they're still creating stuff, which is, you know, the main point of it. Um, so, yeah, Lego Friends coming out on the oh. DS only. Oh, I just closed one note. Yeah, and now I'm having my ship line up. Oh, no, I just tried to open it from the wrong way. Um, 
So yeah, Lego Friends on the DS. And then lastly, we've got Terraria coming out on the Xbox Terraria, 360. Terraria, so way better than Minecraft. So Terraria came out on PC ages ago now. How long ago? It's over a year old, isn't it? It's well over a year. Yeah. Probably two I mean, or three heck, years. you've got Starbound now, which is Terraria in space, basically. Um, but yeah, Terraria came out on 360 last year and is being given a retail release on Xbox 360 as well. Um, so that is what it's coming out on. Um, I believe it's RRP is about 15 quid, so it's not too bad. So similar to how you can get Minecraft. Have you just boxed yourself in? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is it because you're scared of these people? Yeah, so if I make a big scary ship, <laughs> um, they won't come and mess with me. Um, so yeah, similar to Minecraft, uh, you'll probably have in your in like a local game store or something like that, Minecraft on the shelf and a Terraria on the shelf, and it's like, do you want to play the 3D game or the 2D game? But I suppose my I don't know isn't Minecraft more building your own stuff yeah but Terraria's better yeah ooh this game's going really slow what's someone done it is has someone copied and pasted those of things what does this mean I mean someone's just crashed something into my ship probably <laughs> oh no can't even see what's going on what is going on maybe not are they trying to explode it I don't know, but there's a player right outside. He's up oh, to no. something. Um, yeah, they're... that's not wreckage of my ship. Uh, so yeah, and those are the games coming out this week. Um, I mean, what date are we on now? We're in the mi- the start of April. I was gonna say the middle of April. Um, I think I've got any. I suppose the next major console release is coming out on for a while still. Um, oh my god! I put this keyboard in massive mode. Go away, massive mode. Yeah, that's um, Yeah, I mean, for the next few weeks, the kind of releases are a bit slim. Pickens, uh, Ranko Super. Kigami's Longest Day is coming out, however, which looks cool. That's on the 18th of April. Um, otherwise, I suppose all the big releases at the moment are coming out in May. So we've got Watch Dogs and Wolfenstein coming out shortly. Um, they have actually done a really cool edition of Wolfenstein, which I think is the Panzerhund edition. So it's the giant robo dog. Um, but it doesn't come with it doesn't come with the game, and it's like a hundred quid, I think. Or is it 130 quid? And I'm, I'd be really tempted if it had a copy of the game with it. Um, but it doesn't. I mean, it's Bethesda store. There you go, Wolfenstein. Um, while I'm just talking about new releases, as long as it's... Yeah, the New Order Panzerhund edition. And it comes with like a little figure of him and all this like cool stuff. So it's got a really nice box and badges and patches. I know. Embroidered patches. Someone's going to crash into me. Dog tags, postcards, a steel book. A what? Nah, that's crap. He's an eight-inch articulated Panzerhund. Why would I want something that can move? Otherwise, I think it's quite nice, but it's a hundred dollars. Um, they also did <laughs> this really nice uh, version of. Well, this is the Hero's Guide to Elder Scrolls Online. And this is a really nice book. So anyone who watched my unboxing of Elder Scrolls Online, um, that had a really nice book with it. And this is actually quite cool as well. 
Um, and it's actually a couple of books that you get as well as a print. But um, that's $100 as well. They do a lot of cool things though on the Bethesda store. Spet they do. Which is really expensive. Like they did a, um, they're doing a figure of, you know, the original Doom? I think it's the original Doom cover art like that, isn't it? Yeah, ish. Yeah. Of him shooting the dudes. Seven hundred and fifty pieces. One hundred dollars. Um yeah, so that's kind of it for the show this week. In it. Yeah, I suppose it is, uh, which means unfortunately we'll be wrapping up this stream of Space Engineers soon, even though we've got quite a mad crazy game going. With probably too many players for this computer to be able to handle with all the crazy stuff they're doing. Well, considering you're also, you know, broadcasting this and recording the show. That music's quite dramatic. Did music get added recently? No, it's had music since I've been playing it. I'm used to hearing just the sound of building. That's normally because I have it relatively quiet. Oh, okay. Hey, there's two people in that ship. So, yeah, I guess um, don't forget to like us on Facebook. Um, I'll be doing Name That Game uh, shortly after we break off from the show. Um, so I'll say who won last week and think of what I could cut up as a new game for people to guess. I don't like to make it too obvious, but I also don't want to make it incredibly hard that no one even guesses it. But considering no one even went watchy, it took forever for someone to get a hopper, and it's like... It's a frogger clone. Yeah, but you know what some people like. And only one person got Flipple. I used to play that game to death on my Game Boy. Um, but yeah, so like us on Facebook. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube if you don't already. Well, no, we're going to crash. I unbox collector's editions when I get round to buying them, if I can afford it. And Charlotte kind of does... Uh, pickups videos along with I think she wants to do some more of her weird Atari videos so you can watch her play some old games on the Atari 2600 um, otherwise yeah uh, I suppose that's it so we'll catch everyone next week yep see you next week for next week's episode where we'll probably be playing PvP yep. Elder Scrolls Online because oh, yeah. that's actually really good see ya That is some dodgy frame rate there. I think the frame rates, if I think, are not falling outside the ship. Let me in, 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 let me in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not outside. But yeah, um, it's obviously too, um, too many players for the server. So remind me next time I do this not to allow like 12 or 16 players in the no. game. Oh, but they just want to be your friends. Right, let's turn the stream off, so see everyone later. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening, everyone.